Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Sunday's bonus show where we've invited Saeed Reza back onto the show and he's agreed to come on and tell us a bit more about exercise and answer some more of your questions, lots of which were sent in by you, the listeners. So Saeed is a strength and conditioning coach who specializes in athletic performance and knee rehabilitation. His main focus with clients is to tap into their mental strength and work on their ability to overcome an exercise or obstacle before they even need to get physical and this is what he had to say tell us a bit about you and your background how long you've been a trainer for what got you into it sure well i've always i've always been training initially as every young boy wants to well not every the majority of young boys want to become football players i was playing football for many years i started to go down the athletics route i was always fortunate i was quite athletic and i used to try to train 100 meters and 60 meters I used to do very much. I was really lazy over the longer distances I was more you were lazy I was lazy 200 meters didn't want to know 60, 100 lovely lovely yeah so I used to do a lot of sprint training I'm so happy you were lazy yeah, I can't tell I you how happy that makes me 400 meters is like a mile to, I was like no I'm not doing it um, so I used to train I used to train very specifically for football so it was very much short distances okay um, I started to go down the athletics route uh, many years ago but then for from my own mistakes, I ended up overtraining, um, having quite a few severe knee operations, which led to infections and etc. which I've now been left with quite severe um, arthritis. And I've got, essentially, a lot of people now have got no, no real ligaments in my knees. So I've kind of managed to f- fortunately learn from my mistakes and help many people. But I had to call it a day on okay. the football, call it a day on the, uh, the athletics. And then I turned to personal training and training people up because it was the only thing I could do that I kind of relate back and kind of replicate what I used to do, but through other people. Yeah. And then, um, and through your injuries, did it? Did the type of training that you do now? Did it support your injuries and your recovery at the time? Yeah, I, I wasn't able to do what I'm doing now initially. So for me, it was a case of how quickly can I get back there? Okay. So, you, know, you know, especially when when, when you when because it was I was very unfortunate where I, it, it was quite a bad case where normally long to cut a long story short, when you have an ACL rupture, they will use your own graft, they'll repair it. Yeah. it takes about 15 months. You'll be okay-ish. I was unfortunate there was something went wrong with mine. I had to have another work and another operation done, which then left me with an infection. So I had to have a few more operations done, which left me bed bound for six months. Oh my God. How old were you then? Um, 27, 27, oh, wow. 26, okay. 27. I had an operation when I was 20, 26 and another one when I was 27. So okay. um, as a result, I pretty much had- You're only, you're only 15 one. now, are you? Mindset. All I know is you're a lot fucking younger than me and it drives me nuts. <laughs> so yes, yeah, so I was, I was 
was very fortunate in the sense that I was around a lot of elite athletes when I was younger, but I was unfortunate as a result of not being in the best mental space. I ended up overtraining, um, injuring myself long term. Um, but then obviously the the, the kind of I'm, I'm going to refer to as the the, the the issues I had in my operation didn't help either, which has left me with. Um, Again, quite quite a few issues, but I've been fortunate to have learned from that, so I can actually help people. Right. And then I started training people um, for about six years from for five five years on from that because I thought I need to just get back into the gym, work on myself. And then by default, when you start doing certain movements, when people see you limping in one day in crutches, then three to four months later working at that gym, yeah, yeah, they're like, okay, this is a bit strange. Then five six months after that, seeing you perform quite a high standard in whether it's gym-based activities or like competitions and stuff um, and I just built a very good name for myself and you've all. been doing this training people for 13 years so 13 years okay. I took a break because um, at the time of the actual issues I had with my knee um, I was I was running a, running a college in North in, in West London in North West London where I was qualifying personal trainers yeah. started to go down the government funding route that had its own stresses um, then as a result because I was unable to walk, move, do anything. I had to call it a day, call it a day with that and then go back to PT one-to-one and build from there. Is that why you're so passionate about training? That's that's why I'm so passionate about training with no excuses. Yeah. Did you hear that, Lauren? Do you know what's quite interesting? We'll we'll go into how the month was, but on day one, I came in, I said, I've got a bit of a dodgy shoulder, a bit of a dodgy knee, sometimes a bit of a dodgy lower back. And I was secretly like hoping that one of those things Things would go and I said, I'm really sorry, but nothing. I had no pain in yeah. any do- because you knew, yeah. and so you didn't make me do anything that hurt those joints. So I'm yeah. kind of like, it was like a blessing and a curse. Yeah, well, that's training for you. But yeah. you know what? I've, 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 I've probably had every injury twice. Right. So is, is that why you don't hear the excuses? Like, because you do, you can overlook them, and I'm sure people yeah. come to you with yeah. a million excuses why they can't train or why they can't do something, and you, you just. Why, we look at what you can do as opposed to okay. what you can't and we, we leverage what you can to then allow you to get to a stage where the previous excuses you had you just are not saying they, yeah they're not there anymore yeah so let's talk about our month okay what did you see in the month what did I do so so the main thing for someone like yourself was I found it very common but also strange that you were mentioning how much you weigh yourself as well and how much you yeah. focused on the scales and stuff in that sense with regards to regularly weighing and you, you, one, of, you, one, of the, one of the first questions I remember you asking, is, is asking me was how much can you lose yeah. And I think you mentioned a specific number. And I was like, okay, obviously kind of brushed it aside and was like, let's just focus on yeah. um, these numbers. Because the fact of the matter is, it's, it's, it's always interesting to get someone who's quite new. But when someone's just got, it's a blank canvas yeah. and they've got your car, like you said, you train five, six days a week and you've been doing it for so long. It was interesting to kind of leverage her ability to kind of like get her to do, say, a specific exercise where I'll see you looking from the corner of your eye, where I've got you to do something a little bit easier, little easier. You, you, then you want to push then it's that natural competitiveness we have in, 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 in us that once again you're a, you're a growth person you're, it's about progression so just to kind of see that want and see you wanting to improve week in week out was, was, was amazing was I amazing I said to you on like week three I just don't want at the end of this for you to be able to say I didn't try definitely not you I definitely, did you try. Definitely, you, definitely, you definitely did. I don't think I managed very much. No, very well. well. Oh my god! Let's get right. let's get right. your stats. Right. So this, let's let's just make it make just give, give you the stats here. So we started on April twenty uh, second. Yeah. Okay. Day one, 
um, you managed, we'll just base it on, we've, we've got these assault bikes. For those of you that don't know what an assault bike is, it's basically a combination of, say, a cross trainer mixed with a an, bike, exercise, an, an bike. exercise bike. Yeah. But somehow it allows you to completely zone out and push to more extremes than normal because you're using your arms and legs. Yeah, it's disgusting. It's, it's it's not, I didn't mind the bike. It's brilliant. It had a fan in the middle, so it keeps you quite cool. I quite like it. <laughs> I used to like it. So, day one, <laughs> so I'm just going to compare day one and your last session. Okay. Day one and week four. Day yeah. one, you managed 10 calories on the assault bike uh, in one minute 24. Yeah. By week four, you managed 10 calories in 39 seconds. Okay, better. Much, better? That's amazing. My personal best is like 24 seconds. You're not even half, and I've done it for years. Okay, I thought, okay, that's good. No, that's not honest. Even now, it's like, is that good? I don't honestly, I don't, that's brilliant. It's, 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 it's like amazing. In the vacuum, yes. it's hard to Yes, know. it's I amazing. There was, a, there was one session where you even you, you jumped off after 40 seconds, and I said, you two weeks ago, you were still on the bike. That's how you had to... Then Your you recovery kind of is better. Kicked in, I think. Um, day one, your squats, we had to do uh, the 15 kg bar. I couldn't put any weight on yeah. at all. It was just the bar. Just the no bar. weights on it. Yeah. And then by week four, we hit 50, kg, 50 kg. So increase of 35 kilos in, in, in four weeks yeah. for five reps, where you struggle to get 10 on 15 yeah. in week, and on day one. And finally, the deadlift, yeah. which was the most impressive. We went from 30 kilos yeah. on the trap bar to 75 kilos. Jesus Did I do 75? You 75 on your last. Shit. You done 65. 70. No, no. It's, oh. it's a, we used a 35 kilo trap bar. Okay. Um, That's, I'm quite pleased with yeah. that. I lifted more than my own body weight. Exactly. That's amazing. Honestly. It's amazing. So those three... So they're the numbers that you're talking about to focus on much more so, right? Exactly. Yeah. And there was definitely... And there was a day, week two, when I came in, because you also put me on a diet plan. Yes. Which was... Well, let's refer it as to a guide. A a, a nutritional (laughs) guide. (laughs) Yes. With the exercise, there's been no alcohol. There's been... The only carbs has been quinoa and brown rice, lunch and dinner. Yep. The amounts were not... I was allowed to eat however much I wanted. In the, especially in the evening. Yeah. And, and a banana before I trained. And yeah, so protein, veg, yeah. fruit. And no booze. No. No toast. No. So by week two, I was pretty pissed off yes. that I had not lost any weight. Yes. And then you had a bit of a like, why are you telling me that you stand on a metal bit of fucking metal <laughs> and that's your value? You're stronger, you're leaner, blah, blah, blah. And then I felt better after that. Did you? Yeah. I did. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what? If, if my logic is simple, if you're going to get addicted to numbers, yeah. why would you get addicted to the scales, something that you just merely step on, which will tell you your water, which doesn't tell you about your muscle mass. It just tells you your overall weight. Yeah. Why not focus on numbers that actually help you run faster, lift heavier, yeah. recover quicker. Yeah. If you're going to get addicted. I'll rather you get addicted to something else that's going to actually- Like how many calories you can burn on the bloody assault bike. Exactly. How much can you, <laughs> how fast can you run and how quickly yeah. can you recover and do all over again? Yeah. I Love really- it thought that was the most sort of special and unique thing about you is that you're not about you need to look like this yeah it felt to me that you were about how strong are you how quick are you how much can you improve and that is such a different mindset for most women can i and i can i just say it is a different mindset to most trainers 
So whereas I think Saeed is a bit of a diamond in the rough is that most trainers that I have trained with over the years, it's all been about aesthetic. It's all been about vanity. It's all been about my abs. It's all been about what I weigh. And you get very caught up in that. And that is a big part of the language of the, in the fitness industry. Whereas Saeed, you yeah. are about performance. You are about speed. You are about health. You yeah. are about well-being. You are about energy. And that is so much more life affirming. It's so much more empowering to yeah. be addicted to what what fuels. No, of you. course, because for, for me, there was a day uh, which I'll never forget where I couldn't even pick up shopping bag to help my wife. And I was like, how am I going to be able to, what, what, what am I doing? So yeah. my, my body could, my body didn't care how I looked at the time. I just wanted to pick this bag up and I couldn't because I was just, I was so lopsided. And I just remember her going, I'll move out of the way. Inside I was like, thank God, because I was about to fall down. Oh, but, no. but, but I was like, do you know what? Yeah, no worries. I was just moving out of the way. So for me, it's the same, the same rules apply to your body. Your body doesn't care how you want to look. Yeah. It just cares about survival. Yeah. And I find especially, obviously we'll touch on the nutritional side of things. The main thing for me was, are you going to get your carbs? Do not deprive yourself. Are yeah. you going to put the work in? Again, do not deprive yourself. Actually reward your body because your body, your body will reward you back. Where the same rules apply with regards to your um, nutrition across the day. If you're going to be constantly focusing on, for example, not having and taking away, your, what would you actually enjoy? Why are you living? What, what's the purpose of this? Yes. You know, it's not about the innovation. Yes. You, 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 yes. you, remember, you haven't got a competition in eight weeks. No. Even if you did, we'd kind of still put together something that's sustainable. You're not a professional athlete. You are someone that wants to look the best and enjoy life. Yeah. So why not do both? Yes. Tell us about what are the main reasons that people come to you for training? It, I, it's, 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 I think it's, it's been very much fizzled down to a quite intimidating Instagram page. <laughs> I wasn't buying that. I mean, I did in the beginning. I did in the beginning, but once I met you, I was like, no, this is all a scary front. You know what she said to me the other day? She goes, he's a pussycat. I said, he's not. She said, oh, he, Nicole, he is. I'm like, no, no, he fucking isn't. Very, I promise it's you. It's a very intimidating Instagram feed. It's a filtering process. It's, it's brilliant. It, and it just allows me to filter. If you have surpassed that, if you've gone and visually seen my video, seen the training, yeah. seen yeah. X, Y, and Z, and you're still ready, I know you're ready. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you understand why I was terrified to come in from zero. I do. Yeah, I do. So people come to you for what? Just performance. Performance. And nine times out of 10, it's very much. Recently, obviously, I've been posting a lot of transformation stuff. So it's the transformation. Yeah. But I make it very clear. I, I, I couldn't care how you want to look by the end. We're going to get you fitter. As a result, the aesthetics is a byproduct. That's yes. Actually, you take it off sooner. Because yes. when you start focusing on the performance side of things and by default having more energy in your day and feeling better and improving your skin and your sleep and your recovery and your just everything is improving. By default, you start looking better because yeah. you're not training, for example, by isolating and constantly doing abs because you want to get these abs, these rock hard crunch. No, focus on lifting more. Your legs will get stronger. And by default, ironically, by training legs, as an example, you, you, you hit your lower abs more anyway. So it's just changing the mindset and saying, Do you know what? Well, just, I know you want to achieve this. We'll do it, but let's do it sooner. But we we'll go down this route. Yeah, yeah. It, it's so much more encouraging. Yeah. What advice do you have for someone that does that is in that mindset and that sort of habit of weighing themselves all the time and sort of obsessing about that side of it? What would you say to them? It's like, it's like a smoker, isn't it? You can't just say stop now, call it a day. Yeah, there's got to be a filtered. Yeah, they got they got to filter out and fizzle it out, and it's just it just comes down to no problem. You're clearly impacted by these numbers. 
let's try and avoid them for as long as you can and just for, I'll, give, I'll give one of my clients recently I won't name her she weighs herself twice a day weighs herself I should say twice a day all I said is cut down to once a day yeah. and from once a day as a result of her training outside of it and then me showing her different stats oh you know, you know last week you've done X yeah. for example squats you've done 20 kilos you're on 25 yeah. you know, you know, you've done 30 kilos trap bar you know, you're now 45 yeah the numbers and the addiction shifted. Yeah. It shifted from, yeah. oh my God, I've woken up in the morning. I, as a human being, weigh X amount. Yeah. You're not looking at how great you look. You're looking at these numbers. Who cares? Yeah. And then she started gaining weight and it just, she didn't care. Mm. That's exactly what happened when I started training with you. I was ready to drop it all anyway, but it's true. I started getting much more addicted to different stuff. Yeah. Can I be the fastest one in the class? Can yeah. I be the first one back from the sprint? All of that Healthier stuff. stuff. Healthier stuff, which drives me and, and brings me so much more joy. This episode is sponsored by Horizon Studios. If you're traveling this year and looking for high quality, sustainable and beautifully designed luggage, then look no further than Horizon Studios, who've launched two new ranges. The RE series, the world's most sustainable 97% recycled luggage, and now the revolutionary Air series, the world's lightest high-end suitcase. If you have airport anxiety, worrying about the weight of your case when it goes on those scales, then the Air Series is for you and it is definitely for me. The Air Series pushes the boundaries of travel. Each detail is designed and engineered to combine an ultralight and durable product. It's significantly lighter than regular suitcases. Thank goodness, Lauren, that is brilliant. And it comes with a lifetime warranty because the most sustainable suitcase is the one that you only buy once. We used the cases to go to Paris and Wales last year, and as chronic overpackers, we could still wheel them around with ease. We could. Ultralight and compact, the Air Series is made from a premium polycarbonate hard shell with reduced thickness and a recycled lining. It's 100% vegan and produced in a way that is 99% waste-free, blending design and function seamlessly. So, Nicole, you can pack those extra five pairs of shoes with no stress. The entire range is available on the Horizon Studios website and in all leading department stores. Just go to www.horizon-studios.com. Horizon Studios. Let's go further. Bernie Katz was fun. He was kind. When he walked in, the room just lit up. And there was something magical about this young man that just had a glint in his eye, that didn't give a shit about anything, but loved everything. My first impressions were of a huge, vibrant and outgoing personality, all hugs, grins, extravagant language and wild attire. Always in a leopard skin jacket, whirling around like a windmill. I know, she's a character. I don't know if those people exist anymore. They're sort of dying out. Everything's changed. It is a bank holiday weekend in London, the late summer of 2017. The streets around Kentish Town, just north of the city, and halfway towards Hampstead Heath, are unusually quiet. That evening, in a small, converted flat, just a 15-minute bus ride from King's Cross Station, Bernie Katz, pocket-sized and long-standing front-of-house manager of London's Groucho Club, is found dead by his landlord. 
I said to him, what happened? You know, and he said, we are not talking about it. And yes, there have been the rumors we've all heard. I mean, what did I hear specifically that he was murdered? His relationship with his father was so toxic. He hated the idea that his son was gay. His right. dad was a proper gangster. Then he came down, there was a car far from. Guy blows his dad's head off. They were all part of the same fetid, seething, self-referential nest of vipers that I think the Grudge have become. Was Bernie depressive? I think yes. When alone, a condition he rarely sought, he had demons that flew about his head. I get a call from Bernie and he is in £20,000 worth of debt with the Albanian gangsters in Soho. We all collected and paid the debt. The way that the Albanians operate is very, very peculiar because they did not operate like any other mafia in Europe. I've never been able to establish exactly what happened and why, but whatever it was, it was so wrong. Bernie, who killed the Prince of Soho? Listen now. A Stack Production, available wherever you get your podcasts. So we asked on Instagram if anyone had any questions for you, and we had such an incredible response. Everyone had questions for you. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone. I'd like. I'd, are we going for? I'd like to start with one of them who Jeez. actually is one of your clients, and so she oh, says, gosh. "Why is he the way he is?" <laughs> What does she even mean by that? What does she mean? I think because he's just... She's just got a... It was just on the back of a very hard (laughs) session he'd given us. No, but seriously. So can we go through a few of them? Yeah, fire away. Um, uh, Jessica says, anything I should be aware of when I'm lifting if I'm hypermobile? So sometimes... With hypermobile um, individuals who are hypermobile, you actually need to be extra cautious regarding your range of movement because by default you have better range right. with, with, with regards to some exercises. I think, don't overthink, as always, listen to your body. Um, I found with certain clients of mine who are hypermobile, I've, I've learned they're very visual as well. It's, it's, it's best to kind of look on YouTube. If you're looking to execute a specific exercise, sometimes it's best to kind of visually see it happen from someone who may not be hypermobile and then just look to replicate it in the safest manner. Okay. Thank you. Sharmini asks, what exercises would you recommend for an unfit beginner? Same as what I mentioned earlier, just move. Just move. Initially begin with some body. If, if you're at a stage where you've never trained, yeah. build momentum. Okay. There's, um, there, there, there's sometimes there, there's this rush, as I said, to get and start lifting. Move your body weight first. Yeah. See how you can move your own body and then yeah. start transitioning into weight. And also, like what you said before, what gives you energy? What makes you feel good? 100%. What puts a smile on your face? Definitely. And Jessa wanted to know, is the couch to 5K or walking 10,000 steps a day better for weight loss? I think... Combined, yeah. To, to say it's it, it's better would be would be inaccurate. Mm-hmm. To say if combined, it would be much more of an accurate answer. Combine them. Okay. You should you should you should look. do both. Wait, wait. I mean that is so. Yeah. <laughs> I think just don't don't stick to one. But do it all. Literally, literally <laughs> try it all, do it all, add some resistance movements into the into your routine. And, and then and then there was a question about rest days, the benefits of rest days. Why do you need them, and how often should you have them? I think that's a great question. Yeah. I think I think as often as your body needs. Okay. Because there's I know, I know some sprinters who take three to four rest days because they train sometimes two to three times a week where their bodies are so taxed. There's some bodybuilders who need rest days, say two to three times a week because yeah. they obviously naturally that's when you recover, that's when you grow. And I think I'm a massive hypocrite because I don't take enough myself personally. And I find that that's when I started to feel 
my little niggles going, my knee and stuff and my ankles and my joints where listening to your body, your body will tell you when you need to recover anyway. But yeah. sometimes by having a, a regimented routine, by thinking, do you know what, if you're going to be training Monday to Friday, cool, train Monday, train Tuesday, take Wednesday, slightly easier, yeah. Thursday, Friday, take your weekend off, have balance. Have balance. Balance in everything. I have noticed that in myself. If I do four days a week, I am never injured ever if I do five and sometimes when I'm feeling really stressed out and I need that extra one six yeah, yeah. which I should never do something always but that's it twinges we, we, we sometimes know the answers but we just want to get it from somewhere else it's like validation you know how your body feels yes, yeah. yes. listen to your body your body speaks to you like rest days really- are so boring though <laughs> There could be active rest days. You could, you could, if you're someone that finds rest days difficult, transition them into an active recovery day. So I've got certain clients of mine that need to move daily. And I understand because I kind of know their family background, their history. So I know that this person needs to be out of the house. Yeah. Okay. Swim. Walk. Swim. Yeah. You know, take the yeah. pressure off your joints. Nice. Lots of these questions are about weight and weighing yourself. And yeah. Dieting. We've kind yeah. of covered that. But mm. um, the nutrition medic asked Is diet or exercise more effective at changing your physique? From my from my background, I, I don't want to give a boring answer to say balance, but I've but I've seen a massive change personally when I've had to not restrict, but like be more controlled regarding my own nutrition. And I right. found the fact is I'm going to be moving anyway. And the kind of fuel I'm putting inside me is paramount. Mm. Yes, resistance training will allow you to build muscle, but the food you're putting in will give you the energy and it will allow you to burn more fat, burn more calories while you're moving. Because the fact is, if you're thinking from the guide I gave you, yeah. like you said, there was carbs in the evening, yeah. which kind of probably goes against a lot of what you've yeah. heard. But the idea is to reduce your cortisol, your stress levels. Yes. And if that's what it does and that's why I do, especially with a lot of the because with boxer we, we're very well known for having females come here and yeah. just train at a very high standard yeah a lot of those females in particular the, the ones that do train with me in particular I give them quite high, high carb based dinners yeah where initially they look at me like I'm talking nonsense but the idea is if you as an example know your no, you're going to wake up in the morning. You're going to have fats and protein for breakfast mm-hmm. and a small bit of carbs at lunch yep. with a bit of protein. But then your main carbohydrate fuel dinner yeah. is, is coming. Yeah. You're going to be more relaxed in the day. Yeah. You know, you're not depriving yourself. Yeah. Your, activity, your activity levels are still going to be quite high and yeah. you're going to train because your body then also expects it. You don't yeah. go into that starvation mode where Lauren's body's like, she's depriving me. I'm going to hold on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I get yeah. it. So she also asked the nutrition medic, if you're very lean and you want to start bodybuilding, how much extra should you eat? So that would be dependent on the individual. Okay. That, that, that would be so specific that that needs to, to be, them, to their, yeah, their weight, their height, okay. um, everything. Daisy's asked a good one. How can I train without getting dragged into the diet culture that so many PTs promote? Just train. Hmm. <laughs> Honestly, you, 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 yeah, literally, yeah. just move. Just move. Just move. Get yourself into a gym. And with regards to the diet culture, it's, it's as, as long as you know every single day you are waking up and you haven't got that anxious feeling towards, oh my God, I have to have this or I can't have this. Yeah. yeah. You're doing it right. Yeah. And also something you said earlier in the interview, which is focus on a different number. Yeah, a million percent. Focus on your performance, yeah, your speed, 100%. your recovery. Just try and focus yeah. on your output. Yeah. The truth is, I weighed myself at the end of all this. I haven't lost even half a pound. Well, but I look different with my clothes off. That's 
that's just the truth of it. That's the truth of it. But then also you've got to factor in muscle weighing more than fat. I understand that because you told me that. Yes. But initially, when you're not in that mindset, no, you get up and you think, fuck this. I haven't yeah, had a drink for a month. 100%. And I weigh the same and I'm working out. What is going on? Yeah, and then 100%. you realise, actually, oh, yeah. that bit of gut I had hanging over my Honestly. jeans isn't there. It, it and it's that, it's, that, it's that visual representation. If you're someone that you wear yourself every day, cool, no problem. And if you're comfortable doing it, no problem, do it. But if you're someone that wants to fizzle that out and doesn't want to become so reliant on the scales and weighing themselves, my, my advice is keep weighing yourself, but keep taking photos outside of it as well. Yeah. So then sooner or later, you're going to look at yourself and think, I've gained, I've gained. I'm Because so you will. And why am I not losing? But then by default, when you've got a catalog or a collage of photos, when you can see visually, you look yeah. better. Yeah. You feel better. Yeah. You just look at the scales and think, okay, cool. I, I weighed 70. I now weigh 70.2. But look at me now. So you can say quite in a quite happy and relaxed way that women who are going to be training hard yeah. it's possible they may actually put on weight rather Depend- than lose it depending for on sure. body depending on the body type so right. if you're someone that is I would I would classify as overweight in comparison because yeah. I'm not the biggest fan of the BMI which I'm not even going to get into yeah. um, so if you are overweight and you do need to lose yes naturally initially it's important yeah. but then it'll get to a stage where it doesn't matter Yeah. what matters is when you get to a stage of comfort and complete confidence yeah. how you start to feel as an individual yeah. and that's that's the most important thing that's at the end of the day why, that's why we're doing it that's why we're kind of yeah. training that's why I train because I want to have more energy because I, I'm at a stage where my number this are my lifts yeah and the same for a lot of the girls that come here yeah so which leads us on to another lovely question that you got actually why do you train the women slash your female clients so hard do you train them harder than your men clients pound for pound yes yes Yes. do you know what it is well you train me and my husband and I and you are so much nicer to my husband in his defense (laughs) he is so nice to Adam I can't bear it Adam doesn't want to do something Adam doesn't do it I've been in classes with you and Adam and I'm telling you you whip his ass like (laughs) I don't. I don't. Yes, you do. I don't. You do. But also, the classes that you were in with me, Saeed didn't pick on me. Like, he didn't start. Usually, he has his little... He has his little person who he picks on throughout the class, and it's so funny. Why are you tougher on the women? Because, honestly, they actually come and ask for it. And it's like they have this this point to prove where I my aim is to help them prove it, and they get to a stage for them to reflect and think it didn't matter anyway. Okay. What do you mean it didn't matter anyway? So it's a case of you, a lot of time the girls will see my Instagram. I've had girls come up to me and say, do you know what? I want to lift like you do. And I, and I never want to say, yeah, that's not going to happen. I'm always like, let's get, okay, let's get as close as we possibly can in the shortest possible time in the safest manner. Yeah. Then as a result, as they start to go, they just start to just fall in love with the journey. And it yeah. become, that, that kind of end goal of wanting to outlift me becomes irrelevant. Outlift their partner becomes irrelevant because they just push more. And naturally, let me explain, obviously in our group classes, we allow options, but at the end of the day, if you factor in the weights that we have here, if I've got like a 10 kilo dumbbell set and you're using it, Adam's using it, for, with, and you're both doing the same exercise, yeah. technically, pound for pound you're, you're training harder because yes. you're choosing because yes. he's a lot heavier than you yes. yeah exactly yes. so that's why and and the type of crowd the type of female crowd we've kind of adopted here at Boxar is very performance orientated they're very 
how can I expect? They're that's inspiring. Mate, they're inspiring. They're, they honestly, they they're a bunch of lunatics. Yeah. They're absolutely yeah. not. They're brilliant. They're, they're amazing. There's been a couple of women who've trained when we've done a session together. There's been yeah, one yeah. or two other women who are in that Thursday morning session. And I just, sometimes I've just been on the bike just staring at them because what they can do, what they can lift. And yeah, yeah. It's amazing. It is amazing. Yeah. It is, it is. And, and, and the one and, But we push each other. As oh well. yeah, you do honestly because you, you can't do. do this stuff on your own. That's and, and that's where community it's, it's comes that in. Competitive community aspect, but, yeah. And also, the reason I train the, the female clients here in particular is because they can handle it. Not to say that the men can't, because I've got some really advanced guys. But the girls here, by default, there's this edge where they just because they find that they're told to look and feel and be a certain way, they come here to escape that. Yes, and as a result, yes, the levels they can push. And the level they force themselves to push, sometimes I have to rein them in. I might just slow it down. We'll get there, but just for the love of God. Like. I remember that this is months ago. I said to you, right, I want to lift 50 kilos above my head. Let's do it today. And you were like, whoa, 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 no. And I was so disappointed. You're like, you're going to injure your back. And so you have taken me through a whole process of uh, strengthening my lower back, strengthening my glutes, strengthening my whole lower body. Mm-hmm. I still haven't lifted the 50 kilos above yes. my head, but we're getting there. Yeah. But what you're doing is you're building Holding me up so yeah. slowly to it, so that when I do it, yeah. I'm going to be completely supported. Yeah, and that's true. You never say no, and you're always pushing. And I always know that there's a process, but and sometimes I do want to say no. I no, don't I, often. I, I, no, I understand, but remember, a lot of a lot of my experience is basically fundamentally built on mistakes. So it's mistakes I've made with yeah. clients previously. It's mistakes I've made on my own with my own training and overtraining and undertraining, and it's just from mistakes. When when you kind of fit the the idea is to for me anyway, because I had a few trainers contact me as well and ask about their careers and their training and how they should become or what what type of training they should be is make a decision very early that you're going to be a coach. You're not going to be a PT. Yeah. If you're going to be a PT, you're essentially a PA. You're going to be a rep counter. <laughs> that's it. Be, that's my logic. If you're going to be a coach, you're a guide. Yeah. 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 No, guide. you are totally my coach in life. Yeah, so 100%. My, no, so, so, so you end up being a counselor, you end up being, but you also need to sometimes rein it in and that's when you find, from what I've seen, some of the best coaches I've ever been around have always told me to slow down. Yeah. Not speed up. Right. Yeah. That's really interesting. Yeah. And you're the first trainer that I've had that has pulled things out of me that I didn't know I could do. And that is, to me, that is the power of exercise. Oh, because not only do I grow physically, I grow so much mentally because I learn about my, I learn about my capability in this room more than I do anywhere else in yeah. life. And that's what I love about it. I think I've learned that as well this month that I can. I can. Yes. Like that's, yes. That's it. Yes. Like even this morning when the shopping came, there were like eight bags. Normally I take them one at a time. I lifted the whole lot. Yeah. I just, I, was like, <laughs> I can lift 70 kilos. Of course I can lift it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm and I just lifted the whole lot and I walked into the kitchen. I was yeah. like, because I can. You know, you do you know can. what? You should have walked back and done it again. Okay. <laughs> just to prove a point. And then do 10 burpees in yes. between and then back to the kitchen. But there is, um, there is something very, very good in turn and I think women also are very steely they're very strong mentally and I think maybe that's why they do so well in in the gym it's unbelievable but it's it's that mind shift of I'm not weak I'm strong I can I can and I will there's something very powerful about that yes 
there's been times I, I, I've, I've craved that rest day and I've ended up leaving here watching some of the girls train and I'm just looking at myself thinking just get your ass to the gym yeah. <laughs> don't even don't even it's, it's, it's a left home or a right and I, I know which way I'm going and I'm inspired the girls do talk to you a bit though they, don't they, they, they They're all, we're always pushing you go on so like he's like the, the show pony go on so you do 7,000 calories in three seconds yeah, that's not <laughs> Saeed, thank you. From the bottom of our hearts, well, thank you anyway. Our journey continues from here, of course. You're not getting rid of me. Um, you'll never get rid of her. Literally, <laughs> <laughs> literally never. Um, thank you for being a part of the show. Thank you for bringing your voice to the self-care club. Anytime. And thank you for getting Lauren in the fucking gym. Yeah, she it's, smashed it's, it. It's literally a miracle. Honestly. And your lifts, unbelievable. Thank you. Well done. If you enjoy the show, want to be part of the club, please follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Self Care Club Pod. And if you like what we do and want to let us know, why not leave us a review on Apple Podcasts? It really, really helps us out. And finally, if you want to give us any suggestions on what you want to try out or let us know what you've tried and what the practices are and how it's helped you, please be sure to send us a message on our socials for a chance to be featured on the show. This was a Stack production and part of the Acast Creative Network. The Motherkind podcast explores how to feel happier, more confident and empowered in your motherhood, even in our world of pressure, judgment and comparison. I'm your host, Zoe Blasky, and every week I speak to an incredible expert to share actionable steps and powerful lessons to living your life as a mother with more joy and unapologetic confidence. Listen wherever you get your podcasts, just search Motherkind. Motherkind.